Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar, the bar podcast, broadcasting from my office, University of Florida, ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators, and also here the station online. The WRUF radio app and at WRUF.com. It took a while to get used to all that, right? But nonetheless, been practicing it for a couple of days, and here we are. At the bar, still midweek, weekend, in the office during the week, weekend at the bar. We'll be back at the bar all the time, coming up here, but for the time being, going to get me midweek on location. All right, what do we have in store for you? Well, there's a couple of things, and before we get started... It's a long way away to read that, so let's get this party started. Uh, Dr. Fauci coming out and saying, we can have games, you can have sports, just can't have fans. How's that going to sit? So we're going to discuss that and why, as a fan, you think you want it, but you don't. Here's where I'm going to tell you that I know it's best for you, and I know what you're going to do when it comes to games without fans. So we're going to talk about that. Also, the college football playoff committee coming out and saying, hey, you know what? Um, if there's no games or we can't have games if there's no students, no students on campus, no classes on campus, we can't have games. Whoa, how about that one? Why, that makes absolute sense. It does. And it goes back to the root core of amateurism. So we're going to discuss that as well. And the NFL draft, I got a trade. Potential trade. I'm not doing one of these mock drafts where there's 30 trades in it, but trying to offer up feasible, realistic draft solutions. This one involves the Buccaneers, O.J. Howard, the Jaguars, Unique Ngakwe. And on top of that, the NFL draft overall, oh boy, players being told what to do and what to wear in their own homes by the NFL. How dare they? This is one of these things that kind of don't bite the hand that feeds you. Non-issue. Non-issue. Let's start off with Dr. Fauci first. Sports, games, no fans, so now what? Uh, He says sports can come back this fall. Well, all right, sports can come back this fall. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, kind of. Kind of they can come back. What do you mean? This is what I mean. You can have sports, you can have fans. Now, there's one sport I think you can get away with without fans, and I'm going to explain that coming up. And actually... Consuming it wouldn't be that big of a difference. Social distancing. Again, this is one of these things that if you can't attend, I'll watch it on TV. For a while. For a while. Fans that say they'll watch sports no matter what are the same fans that said they want a dumb and dumber too. You got it and you hated it. You got it. You absolutely hated it. That's exactly what will happen here. It's exactly what will happen here. If you get sports and it doesn't feel and look authentic, you won't consume it. You'll consume it for a little while. You'll do what you did with the horse thing the NBA did. Man, I'll just take any sports. Oh, this is awesome. Wait, this sucks. That's what you'll do here. One sport. One sport I think could pull this off. It's called Amen Corner at Augusta. I have a painting of it. I wish I could flip it around and show you in my office. Amen, cornered Augusta, Race Creek back there. There's no fans down there. 
The thing that you love about the Masters is tranquility. It's quietness. You could pull that off. Now, the Masters isn't until November, but you could trot out golf. You could. Mid-June, if you did it right, you could have the U.S. Open. No fans. You'd have to make it five days instead of four just because you have to space the golfers out. You could pump in crowd noise. You could use camera angles. Somebody makes a big pump. Ah. Golfer wouldn't know. You at home. You wouldn't know if there were fans. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You could pump in roars in the broadcast. It's theater anyway. Oh, you can't do that. Ah, oh, come on. NFL teams have been pumping in crowd noise into their stadium for years. For years. You have no problem with laugh tracks on TV shows. It's a difference. Golf is the one sport you could bring back with social distancing measures. You could. And it would be the least affected. The viewing experience would be altered the least. So that's one. The other one is something that I just think is quite fascinating. And again, baseball won't work, but if you could, just because the crack of the bat and the quietness and, you know, football, you're too close. Basketball, you're too close in proximity. Hockey, you're way too close in proximity. Um, golf's the big one. The other one, but they're like Olympic sports, gymnastics, one person out there at a time. But if one person gets it, everybody touching the same bar, it's going to get tough. Golf, you use your own equipment. I guess the, the caddies had gloves on. It, it's just going to be a little bit of a mess. It is. But it's the one sport that you could get away with. You could. Um, but, again, remember that. No fans. Whoa, so what? No fans. Well, we'll watch it no matter what. No, you'll be dumb and dumber, too. You'll be dumb and dumber, too. The same people that said they'll watch sports no matter what are the same people that said they wanted Dumb and Dumber 2. you got to change it. Got Game of Thrones. Man, I want chaos. And I want an ultimate battle scene. More battle scenes. you got an hour and a half battle scene. I want to see chaos. you got chaos. Spoiler alert. You burned everything down. You hated it. You hated it. So, advice when it comes to that. Um, sometimes you don't know what you want. You think you know, but you don't. College Football Playoff Committee. This is so interesting. Commissioners, College Football Playoff Committee, met with the vice president, Mike Pence. And the consensus was, we don't have students on campus. We can't have a football season. People that want football. Oh, it doesn't matter if there's class. We can still have football. You can't. You can't. And the thought process about this is so evident. How on earth are you going to say it's student athletes if the students don't have to come and the athletes do? But you can take online classes. Oh, I can? So I can line up 11 and 11, 22 people, but I can't sit in a classroom with 22 people? I can get in a huddle? Think about how much football is a huddle. Huddle. You're all with the five feet of to get in a huddle? Won't work. Won't work. You can't. We can have huddles. We can have close proximity guys sweating all over each other, but you can't be in a classroom with 22 people? Won't work. They know this. They know if you bring football players and make them play football, you cannot call them amateurs and you got to pay them. They know this. Now, I think on top of this, football wanting to recoup their money this year, and I firmly believe this too, this will be the last year for the four-year playoff if it exists. They're going to go to eight next year. They're going to want this money back. They're going to want this money back. They'll get it. They'll get it. 
The other thing, on this front anyway, I think this is so fascinating that at that point, you know, and this is what I think. I think the smart thing to do right now, and, and Jack Swarbrick, the commissioner, or the AD at Notre Dame said, we're going to circle back around in a month and start looking at things. This would be my initial proposal if we feel that we need, may need some more time. Season starts October 1st instead of Labor Day weekend. October 1st, the season starts. Now, again, if students aren't back here, it's a moot point. Season starts October 1st. October, November, December, college football regular season. And I know people want to be with their families and athletes, and that's another measure. You can't say they're student, but you trot them out for bowl games on Christmas and bowl games on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. You don't care about them being with their families for holidays. For crying out loud, I can't tell you how many straight years I've had to go on the radio station and program college basketball games during Thanksgiving night. You don't care. Um, the Masters is on Easter Sunday. Nice try. Um, what about the families? You don't care. It's the truth. So, circling back, October 1st, November, December, and then the month of January, bowl games, your national championship game is the Sunday before the Super Bowl. Move the Pro Bowl back. Imagine what the national championship game would look like on that Sunday before the Super Bowl next Sunday. There's a way to weave it. It'd be complicated. Majority of bowl games, college football playoff airs on what? ESPN, ABC. ESPN has one college football or one NFL playoff game. Oh, the NFL is going to go to an extra playoff game. I don't know how that's going to balance things out. But nonetheless, you get it, don't you? You get this. That's what I would do. You can make that work. October 1st. Now, it's going to be a bear in the Midwest. Big Ten land, it's going to be a nightmare. Ohio State, Michigan, the week after Christmas. Instead, your bowl games on New Year's Day is when you play your conference championship games. Just made me the czar of college football. If you're going to push it back a month, that's how you could push it back a month and make it work. And bowl games take place in January. Nobody will be able to go. 70% of those bowl games, nobody goes to anyway. Who are we kidding? About TV deals, about TV rights. Idea, suggestion. Maybe, just maybe, in an effort to... To get fans to come, you could like charge 10 bucks a ticket, buy all the soda pop and beer and nachos and stuff that they want when they get in there. An idea. So there's that. Campuses can't do it. If athletes were smart at this point, you know your value. If you're the, and you know, attorneys will latch on all over this, and so will Congress. You know, we already have this thing where athletes now can sell their own likeness and autographs and things like that. How long do you think it's going to take a congressman, a congresswoman to go, wait a second, you're going to make them play games on campus, but the students don't have to be here, but the athletes do. And you're going to say they're the same. They're still, they're, nah, come on. It's crock. We all know it's true, but that would be the mirror being held up moment. Uh, so there's that. I'm going to get to the NFL really quick. Uh, trade idea. Now mock drafts with trades to me are just insane. Mock drafts with trades. I can't, we can't get through the first five picks without a shocker. You can, but mock drafts are all imaginary. Fine. fine. It's a debate, right? NFL draft shouldn't be in April. It should be in June. All that aside, I get it. It should be in June. If you're going to have the draft, you're going to have a bunch of players that say, welcome to the Bengals, Joe Burrow. See you this summer. Maybe. We get in the playbook, Seth. Great. Playbook. You get to get the playbook in June. I would suggest putting it in June. Maybe some social distancing measures have changed by then. We can actually get the athletes out, maybe. I don't know, but it's worth a shot. It's not going to hurt anything. The reason the NFL wants the draft in April because it's going to be a 50 share. 
Mark my words, the NFL draft will be the second highest rated sporting event of the year behind the Super Bowl. Watch. People are going to watch that thing like crazy. There's no NBA. Think about what the NFL draft usually has to go up against. Major League Baseball. Now, you may not say it's a lot, but if there's 15 stadiums in Major League Baseball and they each have 20,000 fans, do the math. More than that. No NHL postseason. No Stanley Cup playoffs. No NBA postseason. Think about what you're going to have. That's why it's airing in April. It's not airing in April because it's the right thing to do or forward progress. They're airing in April because they know nothing else is going to be on in your 50 share. May even rival the Super Bowl. Eh, it won't rival the Super Bowl. It'll be more than the conference championship games. So, NFL draft. We have a trade proposal. The Bucks are going to shop O.J. Howard. Great. Going to shop O.J. Howard. Here's the thing. The Jaguars still trying to find a home for a unique Ngakwe. My idea. It's a pretty good idea, too. Of course it is. It's coming from me. The Bucks and the Jags swap a Rooney. Now, hold on. Hold on before you start yelling at me. O.J. Howard to the Jaguars. Along with the Buccaneers' 45th overall pick, second-round pick, Ngakwe to the Bucks. The Bucks may not be interested in Ngakwe. I understand that. Don't want to pay him $100 million. I understand that. That's where this thing would be dead in the water if they don't want him. Tom Brady, you're in win-now mode, right? Yeah, Tom Brady, you're in win-now mode. You don't feel that O.J. Howard's a fit? No, you're the Jags. You want O.J. Howard. You can pair him with Kyle Rudolph at tight end. Wow. You've got something now. You've got something. Ninth overall pick. Use it on an offensive lineman. Now you're going to find out what Gardner Minshew's got. That's what you're going to try. There you go. Now you may say, well, the Buccaneers aren't going to give you Howard and the 45th overall pick for Ngakwe. Why would they do that? Well, they're still picking 14th. They could trade down from 14 to 18, get that second round drift back if they want to pull that game. There's ways that they can move in over that. You say that's too much. Fine. I'm Dave Caldwell. How about this? Ngakwe Howard, give us your third round pick next year. If you make the playoffs, it's a second. Deal. It's a thought. So... Chalk that one up. Uh, the other thing, the NFL draft going on, um, as I said, coming up here in, what are we? Gee, many Christmas. It is. It's less than two weeks away. Two weeks from tomorrow. Players, their houses are being staged. The theme, Darren Ravel had this. The NFL's theme is not Coke, Pepsi. They are staging areas in which you get, well, as I just mentioned, goodies. Each house video is going to be staged for the draft. Players are going to receive a welcome kit. Pepsi products, Frito-Lay snacks, Mars candy. So got my Dr. Pepper, got my corn chips, and I got my M&Ms. They're going to stage it. And players cannot wear liberal or hate speech like that liberal or hate speech, liberal conservative, no liberal or hate speech uh, shirts. They don't want political shirts, political statements. Uh, nothing with references to alcohol, drugs, gambling. And you have to wear league partners, Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, New Era. Well, what about these players? Look, the players can kneel. They can salute, peace signs, hang loose. Make your statements. You can make your, they're not stopping you from doing that. Was your freedom of expression, man? 
I've talked about this a million times. Ad nauseum, almost. That is freedom of expression from your government. You can't be jailed. I cannot come into work like, men they should wear what they want. Really? Well, then does that mean an airline pilot can come into work with nipple clamps on and a cowboy hat? Hey, thank you for flying Delta. My boots. It's ridiculous. That, and you combine that with a couple other factors too. I mean, John Phillips. I'm going to miss you, John. I can only imagine John. Hey, man. Oh, clothing on oh, the NFL. Hey, you can wear what you want. Oh, okay. Imagine an attorney arguing in front of a jury to judge with assless chaps and a beanie with a little propellers on it. <laughs> Dressed like the biker from the village people. Come on. I'm going to come into work with edible panties on and lingerie. Hey, See how ridiculous that is? It doesn't work. There's dress codes. You're a police officer. Police officer pulled you over with a ball gag in his mouth. Let's be realistic about this. So, yeah, look, your uniform's Nike. Your helmet's a certain helmet brand. Nike has, look, the NFL has brands. They want you to support those brands. And this happened last year because a draft pick had the Sasquatch from Jack League speak jerky, and the rest is history. So the NFL really tightening up when it comes to that so there you go and look at anybody that's mad about this and i like i said let you in a little secret the more advertisers there are the less you have to pay for things less you have to pay and if i am a major sponsor of nike adidas under armor pepsi and you're back in the back chilling with a coke what am i paying that money for well, no that's how life works that's how sports works that's how branding works it just does now, these guys can go shoot their own commercials and the company can buy advertising, but the NFL is like, you're not using the NFL network and our cameras, you to make money. Only we can make money. It's Animal House, right? You can't do that to our pledges. Only we can do that to our pledges. That's what it is. So there you go. So I digress. Remember, Harp on Sports, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Harp on Sports on all four platforms. The Harp on Sports YouTube channel. The Harp on Sports Podcast. We load that bad boy up. Spotify, Apple Podcast, um, Buzzsprout, where it's located, our YouTube channel, Facebook Live, the whole nine yards. Um, again, Harp on Sports at the bar on location at the studio. I'm in my office, University of Florida. I'll do a Facebook Live tour of this place since there's nobody around tomorrow. I'll have some fun with it. Wish I had a selfie stick, look a big door. Uh, but nonetheless, there you go. Harp on Sports Twitter, Harp on Sports Instagram, Harp on Sports Facebook, HarpOnSports.com. Again, all those platforms, you can consume us. We'll be back behind the bar this weekend. Thank you for joining me, and have a wonderful week. This has been The Bar on the Harp on Sports Audio and Media Network. <laughs>